This webmasterradio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. Today's forecast calls for 6 to 12 inches and temperatures will only be in the teens overnight, so bundle up and... Imagine, you're planning your end-of-year reports, planning for next year. What are you going to do to monetize more in 2011? We're going to have clear and sunny skies with a perfect day of weather for everyone coming to AFCON 2010. Warm up your marketing strategies this December in our winter oasis for affiliate marketers. AFCON 2010 Florida, December 8th through 10th at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle Resort in Aventura, Florida. Sign up now at AFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host of e-com experts, Shauna Siegel. Hello and welcome again to another exciting week of Ecom Experts. And I am excited about tonight because we're going to be talking about a phenomenal topic that um, has really got everybody in the blogging world just so excited. And there's lots of debates going on. And there's also some name calling going on as well. So it's a very interesting topic indeed. And if you're listening to our live show, today is September 20th. And if you're not in our chat room, get in here now. Um, all you have to do is go up to the top of webmasterradio.fm and look for the link that says chat. And when you get to the chat room, make sure to fill out that little information box that has your name so we can say hello to you. And get on in here because we have wonderful people in here and you can chat and have fun and you can ask questions because tonight is all about asking questions and we want you to ask questions okay we have a great guest tonight for that plus just like last week at the end of our show we're announcing a winner for our second feature friday and that winner is going to get a brand new feature for their store up to 500 dollars or up to 500 dollars off design whatever but we're doing this each and every week and if you haven't put in your comment yet just go to Feature Fridays, that's with an S, FeatureFridays.com for more information. Just make sure you do that by 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So while you do that, let me introduce you to one of our new life event speakers, a previous guest of Ecom Experts, the co-host of Webcology, which is, by the way, a really awesome show here on Webmaster Radio. So make sure to check the schedule and come and join for that one too and a man that my son envies to no end because he gets to go downhill mountain biking at whistler park um and just a really great nice nice guy that me and mama absolutely love and adore uh, mr dave davies from beanstalk seo hello how are you today well after an introduction like that how can i not be fantastic <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. And he keeps saying, Mom, will he go down the hill with me? Well, he might. I think he's kind of old, so he may not want to do the scary stuff like I do. (laughs) (laughs) I just have to watch my hip, but you know. (laughs) I'll let you kill him when you see him in real life. Now, all right, so we're going to talk about Google Instant, and I know that you guys just talked about this on your show, but it really is such a hot topic, and it is so lively in the blogosphere. I mean, just the different blogs that are coming out with it, including, no, you don't have to optimize your site for three-letter combos, are just amazing. (laughs) 
It's it's a unique thing. I mean, uh, I don't think I've ever seen. Well, I guess I can't say that. But the, you know, going back to like the Florida update or something. But I don't think I've ever seen something Google has done um, that is that impacts things in an odd way. I mean, uh, such a such a feature shift that they're doing here, um, and then just so much information. What makes me kind of uh, sad for a group of individuals is occasionally, uh, and I'm sure we all do, you get a call from somebody or, or, or an email from somebody who's just trying to figure out, you know, this whole SEO thing and they're, you know, trying to learn how to do it or, or figure this and that out. Um, and I actually had a call from somebody um, just on Friday, just what resources would I use and that sort of stuff. So, of course, I'm happy to share with them, but that got me thinking, holy cow, if you were just hitting the forums right now for the first time, just really trying to get your, your feet wet in this, this whole Internet marketing thing, what a confusing disaster it would be um, to, to try and sort through what's going on. And, oh, my goodness, this, this whole instant, do I even want to be an SEO? I mean, SEO's dead, right? I mean, this whole instant thing, if you read some of the forums. Um, so you have to try oh, and wade gosh. through what all of this means. It uh, is extremely taxing for for you know, seasoned SEOs, let alone, um, you know, sort of people who are just trying to figure it out uh, to begin with. Okay, so let's do a couple of myth-busting type of things with you. I've got at least three that we need to do myth-bustings with. First of all, do you need to start optimizing your pages for the first three letter combinations of your targeted keywords? (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean, you know, and, and a really good question. I mean, I think you knew the answer to that one before yes. you <laughs> before you started it. Um, it's such a funny thing because people are are, are under this peculiar impression um, that, that you need to rank and you need to rank for everything and you need to rank for the short tail of everything. What I, I, I mention to people to do, and, and I try and do this for myself as well, and you know, I mean, I understand that when a cool little thing comes out, you're trying to think of everything from every different angle. When I enter the first three characters of, of whatever given you know, downhill mountain bikes, um, you know, just to, to, to pick a random example, um, and just to show how completely random, I'm just going to head into Google and I'm going to put in Dow, uh, I get download. So does me needing to rank for Dow? If I'm targeting downhill mountain bikes, does Dow actually do anything for me? No, it doesn't. And for most phrases, it wouldn't. My, my top phrase is SEO services. So, I mean, the, the first three letters of that are SEO. If I look at who's ranking in, in the top, is it going to impact me? And this is what I tell people to do. In my case, it's a, one of the two words and probably the most important of the two words. But showing up in the results is Wikipedia and Google. Well, if somebody's looking for a service, that's not where they're stopping. So you have to look at who's ranking and what are the titles and descriptions that are starting to appear. Um, you know, using a, a more e-commerce take on things, however, um, if I was uh, an online shoe sales uh, website, for example, um, and my, my main phrase was buy shoes online, well, if, as soon as I get to buy SH, buy shoes comes in, and some of those titles may actually draw my eye. And you know what? They do sell shoes online. So now it may impact you. But in a case like like myself, and and in a vast majority of cases, it doesn't. And we have to remember as well, it only impacts people who touch type and stare at the screen while they're filling in search boxes. If you're not looking at the screen, none of this matters at all anyway. Um, So Mm -hmm. there's, there's a few different. Anyways, let's go on to myth number two. Yeah, and and you covered that very, very well because there are still many, many people out there that do the two finger hunt and peck, and they're not the only time they look up at the screen is every couple of you know letters. Go, did I get that right? And they're looking up at the top as they're typing, and they're they're just trying to make sure that they spelled it correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, Google does a great job too. I know a lot of people who don't even don't even worry about it. Because chances are, even if you misspelled it, Google's yeah, gonna, yeah. Google's going to fix that for you. <laughs> Absolutely, um, and even Richie in the chat room, I, you know, what he's saying people also need to remember there's a whole load of people using the search bar or address bar for search, so Google Instant isn't really going to matter to them as well. So there's another whole other idea too. So let's go ahead and take. A real quick break, and we're going to come back with Mythbuster number two. Mythbusters number two. I know. Such a, this is just such a great topic. I absolutely love it. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on WebmasterRadio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. 
How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. At I'm going to share with you the simple four steps to selling more of anything, whether on Twitter, Facebook, anywhere else, online or offline. New York Times bestselling author and serial entrepreneur, Joel Kahn. Like me, know me, trust me, pay me. The Joel Com Show, Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our chat room. All right, so I just did something. We're going back to the show. I just did something in our chat room just to show you guys how to do it and make sure I knew how to do it correctly. If you go right next to, if you've got the nickname in our chat room with MIB, just go ahead and right next to the shift bar, you see that little backslash? Well, go ahead and hit that, then type in N-I-C-K space bar and put in the name you'd like to be known as. I just changed my name to uh, Shauna Types with 10 fingers and not two. So anyway, because <laughs> that's, you know, I just had to try it out, make sure I knew how correctly how to do it. All right. So let's go to myth buster number two. And this is probably the biggest one that I'm seeing, the biggest confusion out there. Um, and, and lots of questions about this. And that is, is SEO completely dead now? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But yeah, we have to come. I'm, I'm unpacking out my computers, actually, as I speak. Uh, it's over. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 that's almost one of the, the, the funniest ones to me. Um, because the, the, the basic core fact is we're still going to Google and we're still entering into a search box. All that's changing is perhaps, and not, not even most of the time, but perhaps, all that's changing is the phrase. So what I am expecting to see, um, and I've already scheduled in a bunch of times to, to do some double checks, I am expecting to see some shifts in phrasing, um, not for all industries, not necessarily for all phrases, but some shifting in which, um, which phrases are resulting in clicks simply based on the, the example I, I gave earlier, which was, you know, if I was getting traffic for buy shoes online, I may see a drop in buy shoes online because the, the predictive search um, of buy shoes, as soon as I enter buy SH, I'm actually going to start seeing results that match the intent of buy shoes online. Um, so we may start to see a, a shift uh, away from some of the long tail phrases um, and, and more towards uh, some of the more generic. But the core fact is I'm still selecting from a search result. So, I mean, is, is SEO dead? No, it might get more competitive depending on your sector. And you may have to start focusing on, on more of the... Um, more of the generic phrases, so that may, you know, inadvertently cause some, some problems for some people. But um, you know, SEO most certainly isn't dead. It is changing, but 
you know, I got my start in SEO back in 2000. It's changed many, many times, <laughs> and, um, and it's it's a, a more a more viable sector and a, and a, and a larger traffic source now than it, than it was then. So. Um, Absolutely. And and relevancy, it's like, you know, relevancy is, is so important, especially being relevant to what these people are searching for, which comes up to my our next myth, which is basically people are saying that search rankings don't matter anymore. <laughs> Another one, which is like, really? Okay. But, but you know, I mean, I can understand what, what, you know, this one I can kind of understand. This one I really can kind of understand why they're saying this because they're thinking that if you're not in the top three results, just forget it and give up and lay down in a bed and die. <laughs> right. Um, but which, that's not I mean, the case. You know, there, there was a sizable argument to, to that before this. So, um, you know, I mean, it, it, it's an interesting thing, though, and, and some interesting opportunities. So it's a case, I believe, where you may get robbed from your left hand, but somebody's patting your right. Um, because as people are, are tending to search, the search results, and, and we, we've all seen this, the search results are actively changing while we're going along. So it, it's, it's not that, that things are, are destroyed. It's not that we're having problems. It's that, in fact, in, in the grand scheme of things, I actually have more opportunity for for my for my you know I'll, I'll call it an ad because I, I usually refer to the the, the actual SERP result as, as an ad because that's how I view it because I'm a marketer. Um, but if in the duration of running a search, um, that searcher sees four or five different unique sets of search results based on on this predictive model changing as more characters are added. If I can get a top three ranking for any of them up until the last one, I have an opportunity to get clicked. Um, so, I mean, at the end of the day, it does matter. It just matters different um, what you're ranking for. So the rankings you may have today, and I, I kind of touched on this a few minutes ago, the rankings you have today may be less valuable or they may be more valuable, and you're going to need to watch what happens um, to, to the search volume using the keyword tools and, of course, to your traffic because at the end of the day, that's what's really important. Um, you know, in the, in the coming months, and I mean, it may not be an immediate effect. People are going to learn to use this. I mean, you and I and all of our listeners, we all know to use it. We look at what the search results are. Uh, you know, dollars to donuts. If I call my 18-year-old brother, he probably has very little clue this is going on. My dad definitely has no clue that this is, this is all going on because it doesn't impact them in any um, sizable way. So they may notice that something's kind of a little when they're entering in search stuff, but um, you know, unless you actually are, are really paying attention, you probably don't even really understand what this is that's changing. Um, so, I mean, things will change, and over time, people will become more sophisticated, um, and, and search patterns are probably going to going to be changing. If we go back to, to 1997 or, or up to 2000, we would have seen a, a much higher degree of, of querying coming in for much more generic phrases because people didn't have the sophistication to understand how they needed to word to get the results they wanted. We became more sophisticated, um, and so our, our searching patterns changed as we all became more, more comfortable with search engines. Um, and so now, will this ruin it and move it back to generic? Maybe a little bit. Or will human beings once again evolve in the way that we interact with search engines, and will we change the way we interact um, to, to skew things, and, and will we adjust the orders that we enter phrases in um, to try and create a, a different impact in our search volume? If that if that predictive model doesn't work as well as Google's hoping, you know, everything could be could be kind of skewed. And as SEOs and internet marketers start augmenting what their titles and descriptions are, trying to attract those clicks on more generic phrases. We're going to be forcing this changing model on Google's part and on the searcher's part. So it's it's really tough to say with 100% accuracy, but it's not dead. Rankings certainly matter, if not more important than they were before to get into that top three because you've got a, an adjusting um, set of results pouring up. So you've really got to make sure your title is punchy, grabs the attention, and is above the fold. Um, because there's there's an increased chance that the person isn't going to get to their final query and actually take a look down below the fold. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great, 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 great information. And and just like you showed, again, we'll talk about a little bit of just here relevancy, as you're talking about when you did that search in Google and you started typing in SEO services, when you typed in SEO, 
you know, you learn the fact that that was not relevant to what you were searching for until you got all the way to services. And so when people start thinking about this, they need to remember that people are used to doing longer searches to find what they're relevant for. And they need to look at that as well, um, because are people really finding what they're looking for relevant and it's and it's there. So like just like you said, it's just it's so phenomenal watching what's happening and how it's happening and and grabbing their attention is important. But at the same time. These title tags are so important to where you're ranking, so be careful how much you change it. And if, like, changing that title tag puts you from number three to number ten. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, that's – first and foremost, you need to get above the fold. But then after that, it's, uh, you know, it's about attracting that click. It's going to be a really, really interesting thing because, of course, this isn't the only change going on right now. I mean, we've had the caffeine update recently. We have more personalized search results. Um, we have better predictive modeling coming up. Um, so once we start layering these different aspects one on top of the other, um, we're going to end up with a completely different model in the, in the coming months and, and certainly in the coming years where not only are our titles, and I would argue this is the case now, but I think it's going to become even, even stronger, is um, not only does our title need to be SEO'd, but Google knows when that title gets clicked on. Everybody has webmaster tools. We all know. They know where the clicks are coming from. Um, so if on the way to, you know, SEO services or, or something like that, somebody, you know, happens to pass and, and sees, you know, decides to click on the Wikipedia at SEO rather than finishing off the phrase and, and clicking on, uh, you know, our site or, or one of our competitors or whatnot. Um, you know, you, you end up in, in a... In a, in a situation where that click through, like if I mean, Wikipedia is a bad example actually because they don't have a highly clickable title for SEO services, but um, <laughs> if, if that person can just attract that click, well, that's going to be brought into the model. I mean, we, we know it will. Um, so having that title, it, we may see a world, and I, I predict that we will, where actually having that pure SEO title, that, gee, I'm going to cram my keywords in there, is going to be less important overall than a highly clicked um, title. Of course, you hit that catch-22, and you need to get it above the fold first before it can get clicked on to begin with. So you need to weigh that off really, really carefully, of course. But um, mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it's going to be an interesting um, world coming up that's going to be highly driven by, by user experience as Google plays with instant, plays with predictive modeling, and, and we start to see them augment what's appearing for this, what's appearing for that, um, as they start collecting more and more user data. Such great information. Okay, don't go anywhere. We're going to come back. We've got a couple more questions for our phenomenal downhill mountain biking SEO guru here with us today. Uh, You're listening to Ecom Experts on webmasterradio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Ka-ching, How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com, and I'll give you a ka-ching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum 
maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prweboffercom for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. Traffic. Leads. Money. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everybody. And there was an article that was posted on um, Web Pro News on Saturday. Um, I put a link to it in our chat room, and let me go ahead and put that in there again for you guys. Um, and if you do a search, you'll find it. It's called Google Talks More About Keeping Ranking Factors a Secret. Basically, Danny Sullivan um, was grilling the Google CEO about the listing and the rankings. And what I found extremely interesting and something that I'm constantly, constantly talking about is that people, I feel, um, especially those of us who are trying to rank number one, you know, all of us here in our, in, that are listening to the show, that we forget that Google is a company just like you and I. And Google has customers. And their customers are people who are searching. And I found this article extremely, extremely relevant to that fact because the first thing that you'll oh, – well, one of the things that you'll see quoted here is it says that making our systems 100% transparent would not help users, but it would help the bad guys and spammers who try to game the system. And I found that extremely interesting, and I found this article very interesting because if you read it, you know, although, yes, we're trying to find out what the – you know, what factors affect ranking because sometimes it just seems like – Google, do you even know what you're doing? Uh, you know, and then other times it's like, okay, Google, you're, you're brilliant. Um, but it goes to show how they really are trying to make sure that the bad guys aren't winning, that their customers, which is you and I doing a search on Google, are finding exactly what they need to find without the spam getting in the way, without the crappy pages getting in the way, without pages that have not been updated in years and are completely irrelevant to what we are trying to find. So it's just a really good article to read and something to definitely check out. Um, did you happen to take a look at that by any chance? Um, any thoughts? I had, I had, now I've got it up and it's going to be on my reading list, although it, it's funny because they, and I guess this is a gist that Chris um, had mentioned on it just from, from what I've read here um, really, really briefly, is I can predict what, I, what it's going to be because we've all, Kind of heard it, but I mean, you know, anybody who's you know been to the conference has asked Matt cuts a question. Or, you know, yeah, like, at least we tried to get close enough to do it. Yeah, it's like, ooh, and can we get one little kernel? No, no, you can't. <laughs> I can't um, because they're they're very very good at it. I don't. I'm sure they don't blame us for asking because that's our job. I don't blame them for not telling me because that's their job, and they're right. I mean, at the end of the day, um, if if they went and and gave us. You know, all eleven herbs and spices that went into the into the mix. Um, you know, I mean, who's who's going to abuse that first? And then, when the update happened, we'd all be in outrage because they lied. <laughs> they, they would just be totally placing themselves in a lose lose. And they, they've, I think, done a really good job at this point. And, and uh, I mean, we all know Matt Cutts, right? And is is a great spokesperson. And, and I mean, I can think of an example he gave with the relic was no followed debacle back from uh, SMX a couple years ago, SMX Advanced, um, where he started talking about how Relic was no follow, doesn't work for page rank sculpting, and, and this sort of thing. And then everything goes up into chaos when he just gives like one, one little thing away that, hey, we, we changed this. I mean, what would happen if they actually said, here's what our algorithm does? My goodness, when he just makes a comment about Relic was no follow, as it pertains to interlinking between one, your, you know, your own website, it causes days of chaos on the web and blogs and forums. 
I don't even want to know what would happen if they gave the whole thing away. It'd be anarchy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Can you um, just imagine? Or the pe- I mean, the people. I do this, 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 and my my competitor doesn't do this, 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 and you're, you know, I mean, it just would be, oh my lord, you know. And they no, it would just absolutely no, 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 no. So, um, I do believe we had um in our chat room um any thoughts about semantic web or any updates or anything like that. Um, I, I admit it, Luke, you're, you're talking in relation to Google Instant, is, is what, I'm, what I'm assuming. I'm thinking so, too, yeah. Question is coming from, okay, that's, that's how I'm taking it as. Um, I think we're too early when it comes into semantics. Um, I think, I mean, there haven't been any, there hasn't been time for changes, really. Um, I mean, when we get into, into, into semantics and, and, you know, how that's going to impact results, we all know it does. Um, but how has it, in relation to, to Google Instant, well, Google Instant changes the way we're going to search. So Google's now got to pull in data, and this is kind of what I was sort of meaning, but without using a, a technical term like semantics, um, a little earlier where I was noting that as they've collected more and more user data, as they're seeing what our actual click patterns are, we may start seeing adjustments in which terms are appearing. We may start seeing adjustments in what relevancies are being assigned. But right now we've got a really, uh, from all the searching I've done, uh, really quite a well-done first attempt and and, and quite a brilliant launch. But before we can get into the different semantic calculations and this equals this or, you know, different weightings of, well, when somebody enters this, they could mean this aspect of things, Google, because they're automated, I mean, when, when they come up with something like this, you know, there's, there's some manual hands at work. But overall, their algorithm, and we all know this, is more or less automated. So to be able to do this across the entire algorithm and across the entire web, um, well, we all know this, they rely on, on user pattern data, right? I mean, they'll be recording what we're all doing. They'll be recording that, oh, well, you know, now we've noticed a shift to, you know, SEO, and now Wikipedia is getting it, and not those pesky buggers over a Beanstalk. Um, you know, and, and they'll be paying attention to that shift, and then what the users do there. Right now, they, they just haven't even had any time. So I think as far as has there been a change now, nothing that I've witnessed. Will there be a change down the road, though? Now, that's a great question, and I think we're going to have huge impacts um, on the way that Google's taking a look at the, the relationship between words, um, you know, taking, I mean, because it's a great opportunity to. They're not just having to, to depend on me to go um, SEO services anymore. They'll see that when I punch in SEO, okay, this kind of thing appears. Okay, no, not going to click on it. Hit the, the, the next S. Well, software is the first thing that gets picked. Did somebody click on that? Yes, no. Now, what happens to the average search volume of services down the road? Or when we have services appear, what happens to the volume of the singular? Like They're, they're going to be collecting a disproportionate amount of data now in regards to the relationship between words and users um, that, they, that they really haven't had access to. So I think it's a really exciting time going forward. But I think we're probably three, four months out from seeing some real significant concrete changes. I, I may be wrong. It may be a little earlier than that and they start tweaking things. Um, but I, I have a feeling that we're still, we're still a ways out before we see any, any full impact um, of that change. But I'm really excited for it because I think it's going to give Google massive amounts of data in regards to the relationship between users and words. And I think that's going to help them in other areas, not just Google Instant, um, but in, in, in a lot of other areas, even right down to, to video and, 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 of course, AdWords. Um, remembering, of course, that primarily Google isn't really a search engine. It's an advertising company, right? And how does that um, you know, affect the way of things? And I think that's where really we're going to start to see the semantic um, changes will be in which ads at different phrases and watching what is the changing search pattern. So what are people shortening? They're not going to long tail. They're going to short tail. Uh, or, or they're going to, to more generic phrases. Um, and then seeing which ads start feeding in. I mean, you know that's where their primary motivation is going to be. It would certainly be mine. And so I think that's where their big focus in that change is going to be out of the gate. Um, and then, of course, you know, providing better, better search results for, for the searcher to keep them there to click on the ads. So. I well, hope that answers the question. I don't know. It, if it, it did, does. But. It does, and it provides a lot of great information. And 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 just so 
Um, if you're kind of scratching your head going, you know what, I've never even heard of this semantic web um, because I did get a little um, private message that said, help, what the heck is it? Um, if you go to um, look up semantic um, web on online, even on Wikipedia, here's a very little little description, okay, about the purpose of, of the semantic. And, and this really gives a great definition. But humans are capable of using the web to carry out tasks as finding the Irish word for directory, reserving a library box, searching for a low price for a DVD. However, one computer cannot accomplish all these tasks without human direction because web designs are, be, are designed to be read by people and not machines. So the semantic web is a vision of information that's understandable by computers so computers can perform more of that work involved in finding, combining, and acting upon information on the web. So really it is, oh, it, 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 it will be so much more information for us to have our hands on. Um, and I personally believe the... Uh, the future of search is going to be very, very exciting. Um, but you did bring up Google AdWords, and we had a question that was mailed in to us. Um, so here's something. This is kind of a long question, but a very, very good one. Um, how will the altered ad display affect um, click-through rates? Because, um, and then this goes into a little bit more detail. If you're not aware, Google Instant changes the way the ads appear altering the second line on many occasions. Um, text from your third line can jump up to your second line if, you're, if you've not used up the complete second line. Basically, if you design an ad with a short second line, it does not display the way you want and reads funny. And I've sent three notices to Google about this, and their response each time has been that I can turn off Google Instant on my own computer. Of course, this is meaningless since I'm not the audience for my ads. And they are completely ignoring or don't care that the ads don't display to my customers the way I want them to with a simple, clean, and short second line. I find this fascinating as we all know that ad copying and design can have an impact on the user. Yes. Um, I, I, I'm trying to extrapolate the, the specific question, but I, I'm gathering it would be, are they going to fix this thing? Is, is, is yeah. what I'm gathering the question will be. Um, you know, I mean, who knows specifically what timelines? Um, but these are, are the great sort of situations for people to find themselves in. And I don't mean, gee, lucky you, your ads are showing up all screwed up. Um, but if you can find a spot where it's not just you, because it's not just, I, I don't know who was it that mailed that in, but it's not an issue that's just impacting them. It's impacting others as well. And it's not just impacting others, but if those ads don't get clicked, it's impacting Google, and it's, it's impacting them in their pocket. So you, you, you find yourself in a spot where you're having a problem. Now, they might be giving you the, the sort of runaround answer to things, but at the end of the day, if they find that their bottom line is, is decreasing because ads aren't appearing as cleanly and, and professionally as they should, you know they're going to fix it. I mean, this is – I, I have yet to see a time when they haven't um, tried to maximize their revenue. So – while it, it can sometimes take patience and, and understanding that this is a new technology and Google has, I don't know how many challenges to face in trying to figure out all this weird stuff, but if it was an organic listing and, and a change into the organics, it kind of sort of screwed stuff up every now and then. Um, I might say, you know, hang on to your hat. You, you might have a little bit of a wait. They will get it fixed, but you might have a little bit of a wait. Um, but fortunately, we're in the paid area, and this is this is where Google generates the revenue from. Um, so you're being negatively impacted in the same place that Google is most interested in paying attention to. So they may be giving you kind of a brush off right now. It's probably some stock answer that they hit a button and insert answer here and, and send off. Um, but at the end of the day, they will get it fixed because it's going to impact their bottom line if they don't. Not only through just direct clicks, but if they start ticking off advertisers, well, I mean, that's that's... You know, th that's, that's going to be yeah. highly detrimental. At the, on the other side, you can't rely on that to happen super fast. You may want to start revisiting your ad copy and, you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but, you know, sort of suck it up and, and find ways of writing things that will appear, you know, 
Exactly as you nice and pretty more cleanly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't like to give that answer in sort of well, okay, but um, you know, there's there's being right and and there's being wealthy, and I'm sure all of us can can go. Yeah, I'm not going to stand up to Google and wait for them to fix it if I can just fix it and, and make those clicks now. So. Um, yeah, you, know, you, you sort of yeah, you, you have to weigh off there. Personally, I'd go in and try and change my ad copy now, though. But uh, fortunately, it's it's not impacting me that way, um, or or many of our many of our clients. But then we're not primarily a PPC campaign, so or a PPC. And again, campaign, so. create lots of different campaigns, or you know, di- lots of different ads going on, so that you can test and find out which is going to work. Don't just create one and assume that this is just the greatest ad copy you've ever created. <laughs> Um, that's another thing that drives me crazy. I'm noticing this a lot, and we we've been talking to a lot of new Yahoo uh, new store owners opening up new stores, and you go in and you check their account, and all they've done is just created one ad copy, one you know ad title, and that's it, and they just right. think that this is the best ever. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's always sound advice to to to. Well, that that's never going to work. I mean, uh, who sells just one thing? <laughs> right. I mean, especially, yeah. and even if you did sell one thing, you've got people looking. I mean, I've got, you know, I sell one thing. I mean, we, we really, we're, we're an organic SEO. I've got like, I don't know, I've only got about 20 words that I even bid at, and I think I've got as many ads running <laughs> at the same time. Um, and I mean, I have, I have other clients where I'm not managing their PPC campaigns, but I can see them being properly managed, and they've segmented all of their different keyword sets into, you know, different odds of, of, of converting or, you know, persons looking for it, you know, with this word here or this word here. It's the same thing, but they're synonyms. And, um, you know, you write ad copy that, that applies. So, um, of course, that has nothing to do with Google Instant. It may be made more important by Google Instant, but I think that's just always sound advice is, is write different copy. I mean, heck, Google even has a button that it'll just feed the one that gets clicked on more. So, um, and then you can use, you know, um, A-B testing to figure out which one converts more and, um, you know, off you go. It doesn't take long to write new ad copy and test out. So, yeah, so it's so easy to do, but it, it's just something that's been on my mind lately because I've noticed it quite a bit lately, and I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I've just seen a lot of new ones lately, but it's just it's so it's been on my mind, and I definitely need to just get out there and say test it. Dang it! Okay, so I'm done doing that. Thank you, everybody, for listening. All right, so all right, so here's the big question of the day, and our, probably our last question as well, because I know that this is going to take a while, and I know what a lot of store owners are out there thinking, it, which is basically with all these changes going on in Google, with the future of what Google search is going to be going on. You know, what is the best way to optimize these section pages and item pages so that we're not affected or we are, you know, showing up higher? We're showing up in the top three. Um, You know, when the semantic web comes, you know, all these little changes going on that were, you know, I mean, there's a lot of store owners out there when Mayday came out that, bam, they were gone. And, you know, now their sales have dropped by, you know, 70, 80 percent. And they're going, what? What did I do? Right. So, so what are your tips for helping them to understand and be ready and make sure that their pages are optimized? Well, I mean, and that's a really, really good question. And unfortunately, we hit an, an interesting spot here right now. I guess I shouldn't say unfortunately, but academically as an SEO, we're hitting a very interesting time for, for a, a small business owner who might be doing their own SEO. Um, I go, there's some unknowns here um, that are both going to provide Fantastic opportunities, unlike I've seen in, in at least quite a while for, for, for business owners. Um, but at the same time, some real hurdles in, in the short run. So I think when it comes down to it, we need to take a long-term approach and assume we know nothing. Um, because right now, any keyword data we have or any user data that we have is based on a world where Google Instant didn't exist. Um, even you know, I mean, even if we go straight to Google and and do our keyword research there, the vast majority of all of that data that they're going to be providing us for months to come is based on a world where where Google Instant didn't exist. So for us to make educated decisions on what we should be doing right now, of course you you have to make decisions. You don't want to be paralyzed waiting for for data to become available. So we have to make some decisions, but we need to go in knowing any decisions we make is based on flawed data. 
Um, so I've already set recurring schedules in my calendar to review keyword data over and over and over again for a wide array of our clients from different sectors to see what these shifts are. And business owners need to do the same thing. Is, is, is there's advice I can give you to take now? Um, and that'd be similar to the advice I would have given, say, a year ago. Um, well, yeah, you know, I guess about a year ago. Um, whereas this time, though, I have to say you need to redo your keyword research a month from now and see what last month's was. You need to redo it a month after that. It's always a good idea to redo your keyword research periodically, but extremely important right now because we're actually going to be seeing forced shifts in keyword data. But to answer the first part of the question, what can you do for now? Well, for now, all you can do is rely on the data you have available. right? So when you're doing your keyword research and you're looking at the, the, the long tail um, phrases that you're, that you're going to be optimizing for, you know or you have to know going in that there is a chance you're going to lose some of that. Um, that there's going to be a shift away from some of the long tail. If, while you're entering these phrases in, you see that ooh, there's, there's sites for, for shorter iterations of these phrases that are, that are actually you know, selling my product, the exact same product, or, or that, that would attract the click over there. So what that means is you need to take one of two actions, um, and, and you know, each, it's a case-by-case case which one's going to be better, um, is either... While you're running these queries, assuming that you see that, oh, okay, you know, it, it is like buy shoes, there are good sites appearing before, um, is shifting your targets over prematurely before we even know whether we're going to be losing search volume yet. But shifting your targets over and focusing on the more generic phrases, which is going to require more work, um, or even if you do believe that there's going to be a shift over um, into these more generic phrases and away from these long tail. Now, this is where it may provide a fantastic opportunity both organically and on the pay-per-click. Um, and the reason that I, I'm predicting that we're going to see a, a bit of a shift there is, is for large corporations, um, let's say you know the, the Amazons of the world and, and these sorts of things, um, they're huge. They're miserable to compete with. They can't afford the same attention to detail um, on on a micro level that say a you know a, a small business owner can't right where a small business owner can look at each of these individual long tail phrases and can pour over and obsess over I know I'm a small business owner and this is what we do and you obsess over over these keywords and can I increase this you know 0.5 percent and, and can I can I adjust these paid ads. The people over at Amazon won't be able to afford to do that. So you, you may hit a spot if you can go over them or go after the more generic where you are going to be heading more into competition with, with um, stronger companies for the most part. I mean, there's tons of exceptions out there, but for the most part you will be. Is going for, for what I refer to as a more shotgun approach and going the larger companies, if there is a drop in search volume on these, on these long-tail phrases, as I personally am predicting, but time will tell, um, then there's going to be less incentive for the, the larger companies to pay a, a, as much attention to a, to a micro level, to, the, to you know, sort of the exact match level of these things on both paid search and on organic. So it may provide opportunities for small business owners who are willing to sacrifice more of their time um, to go in and do a shock and approach and just nail each one of these things and do it you know, perfectly, like do, do each one as if it was important, um, and sort of grab, cast out this net, and grab a lot of, of traffic um, from a wide array of phrases, as opposed to where once upon a time they may have been able to grab a good chunk from just a few phrases. Yes, they're going to have to go over, you know, after 20 or 30 phrases to get the same traffic they would have been able to get from five or six, um, but at the same time, they're not going to be in the same competition against Amazon or against you know these these major companies that could have once upon a time paid attention to those phrases, and now it just isn't cost effective to pay as much attention. So they'll have you know some enhanced broad match ad running on for you know shoes, right, or something like that. I mean, a bad example, but getting down into specific you know white leather shoes or whatever, um, but can't pay attention to the specific nuances of this that a small business owner could. So it's going to be a, a short term, I would predict that we're. We're going to have some problems um, for some small business owners because we don't know sector to sector what's going to happen. But if you kind of prepare for all angles, if you go, I'm going to, I'm going to gear, uh, you know, I'm going to up my game, I'm going to increase my efforts, I'm going to lose some more sleep, 
Um, you know, I mean, I know, all, you know many small business owners are already, you know, on like four hours a night, but, you know, down to three we go. Um, and focus in on, <laughs> on some energy to the more generic and then casting that long tail net out even broader. Um, and making sure you capture what the bigger companies won't be able to afford to go after. At the end of the day, you'll have covered your bases, or you can gamble on it being one or the other, and, and fingers crossed, hope for the best. No, you're not going to lose everything going either route. If you did have to pick one of those two routes, though, I'd go after those long tails rather than go after the generic, because if you're wrong on the generic, you just put in a huge amount of effort. And you, you know, what if you don't get up into the top three and then people started finishing off that long tail anyway? Then you're going to find yourself kind of screwed. Um, whereas if you go yeah. after the long tail, your worst case scenario is still a win. It's just less of a win. So that's I, I, I right. spread my efforts out that way. If you had to choose between the two and, and still manage to pull off some sleep and maybe say hi to the kids. <laughs> you really do know and understand. Oh, my gosh. That was phenomenal advice and phenomenal information. I cannot thank you enough for, for being here with us tonight and just providing such great, great, great information. Um, now, you have a show here on Webmaster Radio. When is it live? Um, it is live Thursdays, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern, so that's 11 o'clock uh, Pacific Standard Time. Webcology with uh, okay. my co-host, Jim Hedger. Yeah, and he's such a great guy. He is, such too. a great guy. I, now, and that's, I mean, we've been doing it for years, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Each, although now we've been, we've been good friends for even longer. I talk to him more now on the radio than I <laughs> <laughs> That's just the way it goes. Just the way it goes. Now, are you going to be in Chicago for Search Engine Strategies? I will not. Um, and, and that I view as a true, true shame because I love Chicago and I love Search Engine Strategy Chicago. Um, unfortunately, I've got these pesky things called clients. Um, <laughs> um, and I'll be, I'll be taking care of them, although I am really, really hoping to, to hit New York this year. So hopefully I'll see you there. All right. Well, that sounds wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. And where can they go um, to visit your website and get some more information and follow your blog and all that good stuff? Um, if they head on over to BeanstalkSEO.com, actually up at the top, if they click on articles, my most recent article was on Google Instant. So <laughs> there's an article in there for them to, to read up on. Perfect. And make sure you check out the chat room because a uh, little comments here about I understand more, you know, and that, that's so important. And, and I know it's a lot of information and some of this was more really advanced information, but take a little bit of it and work on it and then listen to the show again and take some more of it and go work on your website again. And what you're going to find is you're just going to keep on working on things and you're going to get through everything and you're going to get through these changes and when Google makes their next change you're going to get through that too I mean we've been through this many many years it happens all the time and it's not a big deal you just got to keep on working through it so thank you again so much for being with us tonight thank you so much it's a pleasure all right everybody so it's time to uh, announce our winner for tonight oh my goodness okay I gotta go to random.org and generate a number real quick uh, that's for our feature Fridays feature Fridays um, and it is number five so let me go down here to number five who is Diana and Diana has just gotten herself advanced carousel for her store and congratulations so I'll be putting out a blog about that um, on, go to one choice for your store and hit our blog we'll have more information about that or go to uh, featurefridays.com for more but awesome we did that perfect and love that too so um, we are going to be live next week and it is everybody's favorite show it's the ecom questions and we'll have mama here so make sure you go to ecomquestion.com and put in your questions for that show or and we do the site reviews and it's a lot of fun and everybody has a really great time so make sure you go to ecomquestion.com put in your questions then join us live here next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern. And thank you so much for being with us tonight. Thank you, everybody, for in the chat room. You guys make my Monday night so special. All right. I will see you next week. Have a wonderful evening. 